This is a re-recording of the content of the sermon that was preached on January 7th, 2024 at St. John's Lafayette Square in Washington, D.C. for the Feast of the Epiphany, Year B. In the name of the true and living God, Amen. The landscape of our lives is changing with the ever-shortening of our attention spans. Turns out that there are people who study trends in attention span and focus and how we can improve these things. I heard a talk this past week by somebody named Gloria Mark, who was in conversation with Ezra Klein from the New York Times to talk about this subject. Gloria Mark is a professor at UC Irvine, and she recently wrote a book titled Attention Span. And I am embarrassed to admit to you, even as I was listening to the podcast of their conversation, I found my mind wandering a couple times, and I was glad I could hit replay and hear parts of it over again. And I hope that that doesn't happen to you, but at least now you will have a recording of this, and you can hear this sermon multiple times if you choose to. So Gloria Mark shared some fascinating learnings. Turns out that people check email on average 77 times a day. We spend an average of just 47 seconds on any screen before shifting to something else, which is often another screen. Gloria Mark did a study that she described in her conversation in which she cut off email for people in an organization for a five-day work week. Without email, she said that the people were measured to be less stressed. They actually used heart rate monitors to be able to check people's stress levels and and their stress went noticeably down. And other things that happened is that people became more social. They actually walked around and they visited each other in each other's offices. And people reported that they enjoyed their time. And I think most interesting and also most useful from what she shared of her research was the insight that interruptions are really what we need to look at when we're thinking about our focus and our attention span, because it's the interruptions that break up our focus. And those interruptions, sometimes they come from outside of us, sometimes they come from us. But importantly, what she shared was that not all interruptions are bad. She spoke about good interruptions, which can be intentional interruptions, when you can actually clear your head and clear your heart. These good interruptions can give you restoration and renewed energy and can make you able to return to your task or your flow with even better focus than you had before. Just for a simple example, you can imagine the difference between if you've got a little bit of a break and you want to distract yourself for a minute, you can doom scroll on your phone or you could go outside and take a short walk. The difference is huge in what will result. And so the goal is not merely to avoid interruptions. Rather, it is to program in and to seek good interruptions. So a lot of things happened on the night that Jesus was born historically and theologically and poetically, and we celebrate all of it at Christmas. And we may take a step back now that it's been a few days since the actual arrival of Jesus at Christmas and ask, what is it all about? What is it happening historically, theologically, and poetically 
that is so important that we celebrate. And you can look at it and recognize that we're talking about an interruption, a cosmic interruption that changes the ordering of all things in the universe. When God becomes man and when the divine and the earthly become united, this interruption is a new start. It gives us new life and a new focus. Now, the season of Christmas, of course, begins with the arrival of Jesus, but it becomes manifest at the epiphany, which is when Jesus is beheld by the wise men who have followed a star to find him. Now, remember that the wise men probably were not kings. Magi is closer to the word magician. They apparently knew about the sky. They were astrologers. We also don't know for sure how many there were. The Bible never says there were three of them. There were three kinds of gifts, but there could have been many of them, or maybe just two of them. But these mysterious people from far away, probably speaking a language that was unusual to the people around that place, that home in Bethlehem, uh, where they were gathered, um, these people came, and what made them remarkable, among other things, was their ability to notice and to focus. Have you ever thought about how that star that appeared in the sky, it must have been seen by others as well, but these were the people who knew how to notice it, how to read it, how to focus on it. And getting back to that theme of focus and attention, it shows that it's important not only that we know how to focus and how to have attention, but also that we choose to put our focus and our attention into the right things because we always have a choice. And when we can do both of these things well, that is when we have true sight. And so epiphany is about seeing what we need to see, having true sight, and taking our inspiration from these wise men. Now epiphany, of course, every year comes right after New Year's. And at this time, a lot of people are thinking about how to improve their lives, how to have new resolutions, how we might look at this time as a chance to avoid bad interruptions, look for good ways that we can improve our focus, seek those interruptions that are a blessing and that actually give us grace. One of the best definitions of grace, and um, those of you who are regulars at St. John's know that this is something we talk about a lot at St. John's. This is a church that seeks to be a place of grace, a place of grace in the midst of the city. But one of my favorite definitions of grace is that it is a, its own sort of interruption in the sense that it is a break in the chain of things that have been. It can be a break in the chain of unforgiveness or a break in the chain of violence, a break in the escalation of polarization, or a break in the cycle of mutual alienation. And we need to break certain patterns. We need to interrupt the forces that are drawing us all apart from each other, which make it hard for us to fight the real problems of the world because we end up just fighting each other. It might sound naive, but remember, the whole structure of authentic Christian faith is grounded in the belief that God has the power to interrupt and to restore. God changed the course of the universe at Christmas 
and God has chosen to give us grace to. So how to live into this truth is not easy, but the first step is that of the wise men, and that is to see. Epiphany literally means manifest or manifestation, which is a word for when something is made clear to the eye or is shown. As the hymn goes, God in man is made manifest. When we behold this manifestation and we let it open us up, when we believe that we too can work to break the chains of injustice and to create new and better systems and structures, communities of love, well-being, and respect, when we let the light of God's grace lift our focus to those things that are above, the goodness of God will be manifest in us too. Amen.